Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, October 29th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Alphabet's third quarter earnings wiped 2% from the company's share price in aftermarket trading on Monday. And MPs voted against Boris Johnson's latest push for a general election, but another attempt is on the horizon. Plus, Sir Richard Branson is ready to launch tourists into space. Our own Richard Henderson has more on what it means for Virgin Galactic to be the first space tourism company to go public. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Google's advertising business has once again shown itself to be a driver of revenue for parent company Alphabet. Ads lifted net revenue by 20% in the third quarter, but profits for Alphabet fell well short of forecasts thanks to another jump in costs and a loss on its own equity investments. Alphabet had warned about cost increases, especially when it came to headcount, partly as a result of acquisitions. The company added nearly 6,500 employees in the quarter, bringing the total headcount to more than 114,000. The earnings miss wiped 2% from Alphabet's share price in after-hours trading. Earlier in the day, the U.S. equities picture was bright. The S&P 500 hit a record high of 3,039 on Monday. The leap came ahead of a slew of earnings, including Alphabet's, and anticipation that the Federal Reserve would announce an interest rate cut on Wednesday. But Monday started off with the EU approving a Brexit extension that would give the UK up until January 31st of next year to leave the EU, which UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson accepted. Later on, British Parliament rejected Mr. Johnson's third bid for a general election. He failed to get the two-thirds majority he needed to make it happen. But Mr. Johnson is not giving up on his push for an election. He plans on introducing new legislation that would get him his December 12th poll with only a simple majority. He wouldn't need two-thirds, just more than half of MPs to back it. The FT's Sebastian Payne has more. The idea for this one-clause bill came from the opposition parties, the pro-Remain Liberal Democrats and the Scottish Nationalist Party. They said they wouldn't back a disillusion motion, but a one-clause bill would fix the date of an election in British law and would mean the Prime Minister could not get out of it. After his third attempt to dissolve Parliament failed, Mr Johnson backed this idea. But whereas the opposition parties wanted an election on December the 9th, he's gone for December the 12th. So what's the fuss over three days about? Well, Mr Johnson would say elections are normally held on Thursdays in the UK. Plus, the government needs time to pass the bill to hold the election and put forward some crucial legislation to ensure the government in Northern Ireland is still funded. But Liberal Democrats and Scottish Nationalists all want the election as soon as possible and are pushing for December 9th. So who's going to prevail? Well, on Monday evening, the opposition parties were keeping pretty shtum about how they're going to vote on Mr Johnson's election bill. It's likely there'll be some wrangling both in private and in public over the election day. But whereas an election before Brexit is resolved and before 2019 is over seemed rather unlikely at the weekend, it now seems increasingly assured. Both the Conservatives will head to the polls campaigning to get Brexit done with Mr Johnson's deal. The Brexit party will challenge them to try and say they have failed to see the UK leaving the EU on October the 31st. But it's going to be a tension on Labour, the Liberal Democrats, the SNP and all the other parties who are going to say this is the last opportunity to stop Brexit and that they should be voted for to hold a people's vote sometime in 2020. 
And in other news, the Chinese startup behind TikTok is looking to go public in Hong Kong. Two sources told the FT that ByteDance, which owns the popular short-form video app, could list as soon as the first quarter of 2020. ByteDance was valued at $75 billion in October when it closed a $3 billion funding round led by SoftBank. In doing so, it doubled its worth from a year ago. Beyond Meat, which completed its own IPO earlier this year, reported its first-ever quarterly profit on Monday. The plant-based burger company also recorded better-than-expected revenues after partnering with companies including McDonald's and Kroger. But it wasn't enough for investors, who sent shares down 10% in after-hours trading. It's worth noting that Beyond Meat's lockup expires on Tuesday. That's when insiders and pre-IPO investors will no longer be restricted from selling their own shares. And the U.S. House of Representatives will formally vote on the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump this week. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Democrats were taking the step to, quote, eliminate any doubt on whether the Trump administration should cooperate in the proceedings. Last week, Republicans introduced a resolution condemning the inquiry, calling it, quote unquote, illegitimate. And here's a story you should know more about. Sir Richard Branson showed up to ring the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange on Monday wearing a suit. A spacesuit, that is. FT Markets reporter Richard Henderson was there and talked to me about Virgin Galactic's next step into the final frontier. So Virgin Galactic, Richard Branson's space company, became the first ever space tourism group to be listed on the stock market. So everyone was very excited because everyday investors, retail investors, mutual funds, pensions uh, could buy stock in a company that's trying to send people into space for fun. That sounds really cool, although it's probably out of my price range. I think it's around $250,000 a ticket. Justin Bieber, Leo DiCaprio have signed up and a few others, actually 600 other people. And that represents around $80 million in committed revenue. So they are hoping to turn a profit by 2021. And they're hoping to launch 115 flights in 2021, generating $210 million in revenue. And that would be the first year that they would be profitable. And we should note that they actually haven't launched a paying customer into space just yet. Now, there is other competition looking into getting into space tourism. And you actually talked to Mr. Branson about Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Tesla's Elon Musk, who both want to send people into space as well. What did Mr. Branson have to say about his competition? I thought it was most interesting that he said there was room for Elon Musk's company and Jeff Bezos's company to compete, but that there wasn't any room for anyone else. And what he really means is that it costs so much money to get where Virgin Galactic is today. They launched in 2004, 15 years ago. They had a major setback in 2014 when there was a crash that killed a test pilot. Uh, And he really means getting to the point where they are has taken a lot of money, a lot of energy, a lot of time. And catching up to them uh, would be quite quite a task. And lastly, how did this listing actually work? It wasn't a traditional initial public offering, was it? 
This was not, no. So this was a reverse merger where a blank check company, which is essentially a holding company where uh, where investor capital just sits there waiting for an investment, they joined forces with Virgin Galactic. So Virgin gets all that money and the investors in the special purpose acquisition company uh, become shareholders of Virgin, uh, Virgin Galactic. And this is one of a few sets of alternatives to IPOs that we've seen recently, the other being the direct listing, which is gaining in popularity. And the Virgin Galactic listing got investors excited in the New York morning with shares surging 10%. But shares eventually came back down to earth by the end of the day, closing flat at $11.75 each. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, Boeing executives will be grilled by members of the U.S. Senate. It's the first of two days of hearings on Capitol Hill, looking into the company's safety efforts and the future of the 737 MAX jet. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.